0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 77 of the Unlocking British English podcast, a podcast where I talk about a variety of different topics in real British English so that you can improve your listening comprehension, learn a little bit more about British culture and about how to learn languages more effectively. My name is Shane and in today's episode I'm going to talk to you guys about the myth of learning styles. So learning styles is probably an idea that you guys have heard about before, it's the idea that we learn better when we are taught things through our preferred modality, so our preferred mode of learning. So this would be something like visual learning, uh, auditory learning, or kinesthetic learning if you don't know what those words mean don't worry i'm going to get into that in just a second but the idea of learning styles is something that's very popular throughout education as we'll come to see in a second but it's not actually supported by any evidence as we're going to find out in a minute there's no credible evidence to show that learning styles even exist So, in today's episode we're going to explore why learning styles don't really work and why this myth still persists. Before we do though, just a couple of quick things. First of all, um, I am in a little bit of a transcript backlog at the moment, which is to say uh, there's a few transcripts that I haven't finished, so if you are listening to this episode uh, on the day that it is released, on the week that it is released, you might not have the transcript straight away, but I promise I am working on them. I'm hoping to get back caught up by uh, the end of this week and so yeah please bear with me it's just a little bit of extra work that i haven't quite had time to do so the transcripts will be coming all of the rest of the transcripts are of course available for free on the website that is www.unlockingbritishenglish.com and again i just want to say a massive thank you to everyone that has joined the unlocking british english uh learners group uh, recently i launched a discord group a place where we can all connect where you can connect with other listeners of the podcast where you can connect with me i can ask me questions you can chat with olivia um, and it's really cool to see so many of you joining we've got people from all over the world and it's uh, it's amazing so yeah if you like the sound of that if you want to connect with other like-minded people then click on the link in the description and join the discord come come hang out with us okay so as i mentioned before learning styles are a very popular idea and there are actually quite a few different models of learning styles but the one that's most popular separates people into four categories so that would be visual learners auditory learners reading or writing and kinesthetic learners, Uh, and this is shortened to VARK, V-A-R-K, that's what the most popular system is usually called. So just to explain these uh, these different learning modalities quickly, uh, visual of course, a visual learner is someone that learns best through seeing demonstrations, through seeing pictures, through seeing things visually. An auditory learner is someone who learns best from listening to an explanation. You can tell them a list of things and they'll remember it and they'll know how to do it. Reading and writing is pretty self-explanatory. That's people that uh, prefer to learn by reading and writing. And finally, kinesthetic learners are people who learn best by doing, by physically doing something by interacting with the material okay so those are the four uh, learning styles the four most popular learning styles that you will usually hear about and that you will find most information about on the internet Um, and as I mentioned before it's it's an idea that is very very popular irregardless of the fact that there's no evidence really to back it up so much so to the point that 93% 93% of all of the educators in the UK believe that a student will learn better when the information is presented in their preferred learning style. So 93% of the educators of the teachers in the UK believe in learning styles, okay? So it's not something like a few people think is true. It's something most people assume is absolutely true. Um, and it's not that this is a silly thing to believe when we first look at it, right? Because The idea of learning styles, it makes intuitive sense to us. Uh, It makes sense in our heads because we know that everyone is different, right? We know that people are different and we know that people can be more or less skilled in different ways. And so the idea that everyone would learn in the same way, that everyone should learn in the same way, it kind of goes against what we believe it means to be human, right? It, It sounds silly. How would that work? Because we are all different but regardless of this fact random control tests uh, 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 tests uh, on the uh, effectiveness of this of this idea of this hypothesis um these random control tests have shown over and over again that the learning style hypothesis doesn't create better results okay so let me give you an example so you can maybe better understand what i'm talking about when i talk about random control tests so this is something that you know scientists will do researchers will do um to check if something actually works so what they would do is they'll take two groups of people who are classified as different styles of learning. So let's say we have 10 people who are visual learners, and then we have 10 people who are auditory learners. 10 people that learn by watching, by seeing, and 10 people who learn by listening. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to take all 20 of those people, and we're going to mix them together, and we're going to create two new groups that are mixed, right? So we 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 get one group of 10 people, and that's half visual learners and half auditory learners and then we have the same in the other group, right? So we're going to take these two groups and we've got a mixture of learning styles in both groups. One group is going to learn about information visually, okay? So both groups are going to learn about the same subject but one group is going to be shown the information visually. The other group is going to be told the information, they're going to be presented the information in audio format, okay? So what this means is that in each group, in each classroom, half of the people in that class, in that group, will be given information in their preferred learning style. And the other half of people will be receiving information in a learning style that isn't their favourite, right? So there'll be some people who are auditory learners, but they're being taught visually, okay? So when we do that kind of test, what we should expect to see is that the people whose learning style correlated with the information uh, they were getting right people who receive the information in the same style as their preferred learning method those people should get better results but the problem is they don't every time people do these types of tests there's no meaningful difference between the results and so like I say, there's no, there's no real evidence for this, but despite the lack of evidence, or despite the evidence that shows us that this doesn't work, at least in the way that we're trying to use it, a huge amount of people, from the general public to educators and even people with scientific backgrounds, still believe in this idea, okay? So where did this idea actually come from in the start? So Interestingly, this VARC system, right, visio, auditory, reading, kinesthetic. This system came from a guy, a guy called uh, Neil Fleming. Uh, he was a school inspector in New Zealand, um, and so when he was asked about the origins of this system, what, where did this come from? Well, he basically said that he was uh, observing teachers and he was kind of puzzled that he would see very good teachers that were able to reach some students but not others and he would see you know not as good teachers lower level teachers also you know able to reach some types of people uh, and other types of students they wouldn't have so much success with and um, and then you know he basically said that he wanted to try and solve that puzzle sounds good okay He wo- he goes on to say that basically There are, of course, or could be many reasons for what he observed. There could be many reasons for why some teachers will have more success with certain types of students and not others. But one of the ways that he seemed uh, to be attracted to, one of the ways that he says held some sort of magical power, was the idea of learning styles or learning modalities, these different ways of learning. Which is basically to say... This idea was not born of scientific research or some kind of observation of, of, of other types of evidence. It's basically just kind of a bit of a random attempt to explain why some teachers have more success with some students and uh, other people's, you know, have success with other types of students, um, and then you know, trying to create a system to to deal with these different types of people. So, it didn't really come from anywhere super scientific, but like we said before we know that people are different we know that some people are better at certain things and not as good at other things so why don't these learning styles work why don't we fit into a certain learning style well one of the reasons seems to be that what we want to achieve when we are learning something is not just memorization of the information but rather the meaning behind it okay so sometimes uh, when we when we talk about learning something and we try and test it uh, we test more like the memorization rather than how how deeply ingrained that information has has become in the in the learner okay so sometimes it's about the depth of knowledge that you need to have to be able to have actually learned something rather than just memorized uh, a single piece of information information. But further than that, and much more importantly, one of the things that is becoming well that is very clear is that different tasks clearly require different modes of processing information. Right? Different tasks require different skills. For example, learning music naturally has an auditory element, right? It's naturally going to be an auditory experience. And learning to draw is naturally going to have a physical element, right? You're going to have to physically do something to create a drawing. And so, of course, some people are better at certain things. If you have perfect pitch, for example, perfect pitch meaning you can hear a sound and you know exactly what note it is, exactly what tone it is, Um, if you have perfect pitch, then you are likely to succeed in a musical task over someone who doesn't have perfect pitch, right, someone who doesn't have that same level of listening skills. Similarly, if you have better visual and spatial awareness, then you're likely to succeed in artistic tasks over someone who doesn't. That's all fine, but the big problem with the learning styles hypothesis is that it claims that these people would learn in the same way across every subject, regardless of how the nature of that subject might warrant the emphasis of a different learning style, right? So the person who has perfect pitch will learn music slightly easier than someone who doesn't, but that doesn't mean that they should focus on audio learning in every single subject, Right? think about it this way you know you perfect pitch isn't going to help you in a geography class where you have to read maps and find different countries and work out distances or you know whatever it is some subjects just require different types of uh, different modes of presenting the information and so there will be some subjects where some people will naturally get on better and other subjects where they'll struggle a little bit more the fact that you are stronger in one element like listening for example you're, um, you know you have a slightly higher listening level than someone else doesn't mean that you should try and learn everything through auditory auditory learning right, through audio learning So the problem is that people don't learn everything in the same way everyone has some strengths and some weaknesses but that doesn't mean that you should try and focus just on learning everything in one way Like I said, there's no credible evidence that these learning styles exist, but because we already believe they do, because it's such a popular idea, if we have an experience that can act as as evidence of that right if you if you see a graph of something you see a a picture of something and then suddenly you understand it that makes you believe that you are a visual learner it just strengthens that belief right if we believe things to be a certain way then we interpret the world in a way that fits with that idea so we make what we see fit with what we already believe um and so like i say this you know these ideas don't really work but they're still super popular Is that a big problem? Well, a lot of people would actually say yes. Um, A lot of experts and things believe that this myth of preferred learning styles is not just a, a harmless misconception, but it is actually likely causing harm to a lot of people's development as students and as teachers there are a lot of people that say that this method encourages teachers to teach to students strengths and ignore their weaknesses right so if you know a certain student is slightly better at learning things visually then you try and give them all their information visually Um, you play to their strengths but you never give them the opportunity to uh, strengthen any of their weaknesses to to get better at the things that they're not so good at and of course you know, as with anything in life, you know, you you need to work on your weaknesses. You need to not just focus on the things that you're already good at. Um, of course, you know, you'd you have to find a balance. But um, that seems to be one of the biggest problems: is that it promotes this idea that we should um, only allow people to try and learn in one way, which doesn't allow people to learn every subject efficiently uh, but it also means that teachers are, are more likely to ignore people's weaknesses, ignore students weaknesses um in order to favour their supposed preferred learning style. And on top of that, it also gives teachers a lot more to think about, a lot more to worry about, right? How do you prepare a class for 30 people and try and figure out the best way to present all of this information in a way that's going to get through to every student uh, and tick, you know, the, the the box of every student, so to speak. So um, it's a lot to deal with for the teachers as well. And so finally if These learning styles don't really work in the way that we think they do. What does actually work? Well, of course, learning is complicated and difficult, and it's going to take us a while to figure it all out completely. But most of the common um, modern research shows that multimodal approaches are the best way for most people. Multimodal approaches meaning... um, things that include varieties of different types of media so things that include visual media but also auditory media that give people an opportunity to physically interact with the content and to do all of those things together so things that can blend these different styles often have the the best results because as we talked about before you know it it makes sense to us intuitively the idea that people would have a learning style that people would learn better in one style but every time people test it it doesn't show the results that we would expect there's no credible evidence as of yet to show that these things actually Exist and so multimodal approaches are, are going to be a lot better. Things that try and factor in the fact that yes, some people are better at certain skills than other skills, uh, but some subjects are just more heavily based in certain styles of presenting information, certain styles of learning, and things like that. And we have to try and find a way um, to help everyone. And so, yeah. If you've ever heard that you are a visual learner or you've done a test that's told you that you are a kinesthetic learner it might be that you have certain skills that are slightly stronger in those areas compared to the others but that doesn't mean that you should let yourself believe that you can only learn things in one way and it doesn't mean that you shouldn't try and address some of your weaknesses as uh, in regards to learning it doesn't mean that you should only try and take on information in one sort of way so um yeah that's learning styles I guess or the myth of learning styles so I'm gonna leave it there for today's episode. I hope you guys have found it interesting. I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, maybe we have some teachers and educators that are listening to this podcast. If you currently work as a teacher, or if you have worked have worked as a teacher, sorry, in the past, then let me know what you think about this idea. Is learning styles something that you've had to deal with before? Do you disagree with what I've talked about in today's podcast? Let me know. I'd love to hear from you guys. Um, the best place to get in, in touch with me, of course, now is going to be the Discord. Again, you can find the link in the description wherever you're listening to this podcast, but you can also still contact me on Instagram at Unlocking British English, and you can also email me unlockingbritishenglish at gmail.com. So, yeah, thank you very much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and I look forward to speaking to you again in the next episode.